sky now. This is an astrology podcast during which we take a look at the planetary placements and events for the coming week. I'm Duncan, and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Milan, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? We have a big week ahead in the astral skies. The sun and Mercury are changing signs, and we have a new moon. Fall is coming, and the planets are aligning in their autumn modalities. As a boy, late summer days were spent getting the last of what each day in the countryside around my grandfather's summer place could give me before I had to return to the city and school. August corn, fresh and sweet, was available at roadside stands out front of family farms, and we would boil huge pots of it each evening in the waning days of summer, then pile it on plates, slather it with butter, and eat it on the veranda that that looked out over the lake. Life was good in the summer days of my youth. As I got a bit older and started developing my own views and values, I found I didn't agree with my grandfather's politics. But that didn't mean we couldn't eat corn and drink lemonade together or watch a ball game. And most of the best life advice I got as a child came from my grandfather. I had a good relationship with my grandfather. I knew him. I knew his story, what he'd done, who he was, and what he stood for. My father, on the other hand, even though we lived in the same house for the first 14 years of my life, he was and remains an enigma. I was indifferent to him after he was expelled from our home. And then, you know, there was anger toward him early in the, my personal work journey that began in you know, middle age. Now I'm in a better place and all that, though. I don't believe in carrying toxic and negative and angry, wounded energy inside of me. That just perpetuates, you know, my own suffering. Uh kind of wish I knew more about my father, uh, you know, the backstory. But at this stage of the game, that isn't going to happen. You know, all the pertinent players are dead, long dead. He wasn't a good father, but he had moments where he shone. And I think that is where I find my peace in it all. I'm at an age now when, you know, many of what heroes I did have are dead, as are many of the creative artists I love, and, uh, you know, I loved in my life. Patty Smith is still alive and doing it, but Bowie's dead. And Lou Reed and Joe Strummer. Eleven years ago today, one of my favorite Canadian public figures passed away due to cancer. The final paragraph of the statement in a letter form Jack Layton issued to Canadians shortly before he died really summed up who the man was. Quote, My friends, love is better than anger. Hope is better than fear. Optimism is better than despair. So let us be loving, hopeful, and optimistic, and we'll change the world. R.I.P. Jack, you and your predecessor of another era, Tommy Douglas, were two of the best this country ever knew. Thoughts and energies out to the universe today for the innocent people of Ukraine being brutalized and terrorized by Putin's imperialist armies. Uh, as well as for those in other places in the world also suffering and struggling to live in wartime conditions in their homeland due to attack or invasion by hostile neighboring countries, civil war, or terrorist insurgency. These are countries in South America, the Middle East, Southeast Asia, and across the continent of Africa. 
Thoughts and energies also for those young girls and women at risk and suffering because they were denied abortion health care and rights by the religious fanatics appointed to the Supreme Court in the United States. Thoughts and energies also for the victims and violence, uh, victims and families of victims of the now rampant military-grade semiotic uh, automatic gun violence in America and other places. Thoughts and energies finally for a beautiful home, the planet Earth, that she may receive the help, new clean technologies, the necessary worldwide low birth weights, and changes in policy across the planet required to get her to a healthy state again. Now, before we set the table for the upcoming week with the planetary activity uh, for the next seven days, let's bring things back to basics. You know, people will contact me, you know, and they, after they've had a session and they thank me for, you know, the session and, uh, and they send out and, you know, some of them say, I listen to the podcast and it's great, but, you know, um, I don't understand the, you know, quite all the transits, you know, and, and, and I get that too, you know, when I'm in a session and I, cause I can, talk, you know, I just look at a chart and I can talk for hours, you know, but I mean, this stuff's been in my blood for, you know, what, I don't know, 50 years now. Um, However, <laughs> there is a pretty significant learning curve. And so, you know, so let's, uh, let's just stop for a second and, you know, and explain. This is how this astrology stuff works. Now, the planets are always out there just doing their thing. You have a natal chart. Uh, it is a series of gifts and challenges presented to you at birth. Um, what you do with them is up to you. You have agency in your life. Your natal chart is your celestial blueprint. It is a, the depiction of the energies of a moment in time. Through understanding your natal chart, you can create a pretty darn efficient operator's manual for yourself. So there's that. And then there's what's up now. That's where the planets are now and what they're doing, how they're interacting with each other, which signs they're moving through. And then there's what's up now for you. And we discover that by superimposing the current transits or placements of the planets and luminaries in the zodiac on your natal chart. And this is why I suggest you have your own natal chart in front of you when you listen to this podcast so you can see, you know, where the signs are that I'm talking about are relative to you, and then you're able to see, okay, how how is this, in a more personal sense, affecting me? Okay, now for the astrology of the week, uh, Monday, August 22 to Sunday, August 28th. Weekly moon cycle, important information for spell casting for those magically inclined and for day-to-day -day living of all, for all. The moon, uh, you know, provides an emotion and experience template for us all every 28 days. Uh, the moon is in its waning phase until Saturday this week. This phase is good for purging and uh, banishing energy work and spells. Um, then Saturday we have a new moon in Virgo. And Sunday the moon will begin to wax uh, or grow. The moon is going to transit uh, from the signs Cancer to Leo to Virgo this week. So yes, look at your natal chart and see where these three signs are. See what planets you have in those signs. How the lunar transit cycle affects your chart can give you a good indication as to which areas of life will be highlighted for better or for worse for you. 
Now let's look at what the inner planets are doing this week. The sun starts the week at 29 degrees of Leo and figure, finishes up at 5 degrees Virgo. Mercury is 26 degrees Virgo and will travel to 2 degrees Libra. Venus is 13 degrees Leo and will move to 21 degrees Leo. Mars is 1 degree Gemini and will move to 5 degrees Gemini. Look at your natal chart again and see where Gemini, Leo, Virgo are. Um, Libra. Via house rulerships, you'll be able to see which areas of life will be affected by the fast-tracking action of the inner planets. Now for the more constant energy in the zodiac. Jupiter has us considering the bigger questions in life, reflecting on our journey, uh, etc. at 7 degrees Aries retrograde. Um, normally a positive planet, but, you know, uh, if your sun is there, you might want to see this as a time where you don't want to expand something and maybe where you don't want to open something. Um, Saturn is bringing the past into the present at 21 degrees Aquarius retrograde. Uranus is stirring the pot and sparking change at eight degree, 18 degrees Taurus, and it's going retrograde this week. Neptune is deepening consciousness at 24 degrees Pisces retrograde, and Pluto is revealing shadow truth at 26 degrees Capricorn retrograde. Chiron the healer is facilitating fresh healing and old wounds at 15 degrees Aries retrograde, and Black Moon Lilith is opening magical channels and enabling, uh, enabling enchantment and empowerment at 14 degrees Cancer. Um, the North Node is... Um, at 17 degrees Taurus, south node is 17 degrees Scorpio. Karmic axis runs low to high at those degrees. Take a look at your natal chart and see where those points of Taurus and Scorpio are. Things are brewing there. Now let's put this all together and see how the coming week looks. Monday, uh, the moon transits the first sign of Cancer. Uh, the moon is at the at home in the water element signs and rules the signs of Cancer. This lunar transit will create heightened intuition in many and stir sentiment in most. People seek spaces of emotional uh, comfort and security when the moon is in Cancer. Home, family, and relationship life will hold the greatest appeal now. The sun enters Virgo Monday. For the next four weeks, solar energy will be grounded, sensible, and organized. Virgo creates security through analysis. This is a great time for creating new discipline and structure in life, important elements in the forming and maintaining of a well-functioning life in the world. While it is, of course, important to have standards in life, take caution against perfectionism and being overly judgmental when the sun is in Virgo. Remember, you are human. And so is everyone else around you. So yeah, not perfect. Therefore, there should be no expectation of perfection. Also, remember that life is not an exercise in striving to be the most virtuous person possible. Again, you are human. Do try to remain true to your own spiritual values in your day-to-day -day, while still realizing that you are going to mess up from time to time, as will everyone else around you. Virgo season is a great problem-solving astro season. Be constructive, however, in that, and remember, compassion um, toward yourself as well as others.
Mercury in Virgo trines Pluto in Capricorn Monday. Uh, fresh information may rise to the surface early in the week that can lead to new insight into your life and journey. And uh, mysteries may be solved now, too. Um, things that you've been wondering about. Well, up comes, a, you know, a message, a tidbit, uh, a declaration. Somebody blurts out some information. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh, Tuesday, uh, August 23rd, the moon traverses the last line of the half of the sign of cancer and has us focused on our domestic spaces and uh, situations. So, you know, just um, comfortable at home and also maybe uh, looking to see what needs to be done there, um, which you can do there. Maybe rearranging space. I bought an air pure purifier today um, for my sleeping pod area. And to start breathing clear, clear, cleaner air at night. 24th Wednesday, uh, the moon moves into the fixed sign of Leo at 9.09 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, therefore, will be the most social days of the week. And uh, those nights will definitely be the best date nights of the week. Get out and have some fun Wednesday, Thursday. Um... In the bigger picture, the planet Uranus goes retrograde in Taurus uh, now, and this five-month-long uh, five retrograde will have us face-to-face with fears, ultimately spurring us to make changes in how we create uh, an experience and experience structure um, and uh, in our relationship with convention and uh, authority. Um, Thursday the 25th, Mercury enters Libra, and we become more concerned with creating harmony and building consensus. Uh, Don't shy away from confrontation, though, in the cause of keeping the peace. Uh, Remember, Libra is a people-pleasy kind of sign, and that, while it sounds innocuous enough, I mean, they're people, why not please them? But it actually is unhealthy. Um, Often puts people, you know, in a situation where they're abdicating their own duty to self and needs in order to just simply please or placate another person unhealthy behavior um this can be a good time for negotiations uh this transit particularly in areas where talks previously failed so you know, don't be afraid to circle back now it could be a more open there could be an open-mindedness now that wasn't present before uh, present before and also you know maybe a, a just better communication skills on each side, uh, caution against employing charm in a dishonest, you know, disingenuous uh, fashion during uh, this transit, especially if you happen to be like a Libra or a Libra rising or a Gemini, you know, one of those air signs in particular. Um, Sagittarius, I suppose, too. Um, moving to fire. Uh, 26th Friday, uh, the moon moves into Virgo at 8.25 Eastern Daylight Time Friday. Uh, with the sun already in Virgo, this becomes the, you know, this is the most Virgo time of Virgo season t- in 2022. Um, many will feel a call toward organization, and certainly a lot can be accomplished, you know, on the weekend. Uh, grounding oneself in improvement and maintenance-oriented activities will bring the most comfort. Remember, though, focus, but not overthinking. Those with hyperactive brains might find themselves feeling overstimulated um, during that transit, and practicing present-mindedness will be especially useful. Uh, Also, the same holds true for those predisposed to anxiety. Um, The sun forms a square 
with Mars Friday and opens up a chaos, chaos window for early degree Decan 1 mutable sign planetary placements. So that means planets in Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. They're the mutable planets. Um, so you got to send in one of those signs, you know, just be careful. Um, and certainly everybody be careful with words and actions Friday and pay attention, you know, close attention to what's going on around you. Uh, Venus and Leo, uh, squares Uranus, um, in Taurus on Friday. And so caution against emotional reactivity and impulsive action in particularly in the love and sex areas of life under these energies, water and fire sign, you know, sun and rising sign folk might be, you know, find themselves especially vulnerable here. Um, Saturday the 27th, we've got the new moon in Virgo at 4.16 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Arriving early in the Virgo solar system, this Virgo new moon blesses each of us with a wonderful opportunity to create healthy new habits, disciplines, and structure in our life that can benefit in us really in all areas of life. The seeds to plant this new moon are the seeds of future well-being. This is a time to direct energy towards shoring up any vulnerabilities in the earth areas of your life, so physical and material security and well-being. Winter is coming. Are you prepared? And if not, gather what you must. Sunday, the 28th of August, we've got uh, Venus and Leo opposes Saturn in Aquarius. This is a difficult to challenging aspect that can have some, you know, feeling unloved and unappreciated. Um... Depending on your situation, that could be a pretty harsh one. Uh, it can create inner conflict and sensitivity that can spill out and create awkwardness or problems with people around us <laughs> with whom we're, you know, really just casually connected with. Um, flow through whatever feelings arise. However, avoid giving power to negative internal messaging and voices and avoid tumbling into the abyss of self-pity, you know, uh, Sunday and into Monday with this opposition. Um, I suppose, you know, if you feel, you know, this aspect could be a bit of a wake up call to say, Hey, I got to get some folks in my life. Um, if you really find like there isn't anybody there, um, cause we do need people in our life. Um, for daily aspects, follow me on Instagram and Dunk, at Duncan Dillon Montang. You'll find one posted most days in the story section. I also post astrology reports on the blog on my website. You can find a link for that and other stuff in the bio on my Instagram. That's it for this week. I want to thank you all for listening. I wish you well. I'll be back next week with another episode of The Sky Now. Until then, be good to others and be good to yourself. <laughs>